Um, let's go ahead and start recording. Okay. Royalty Ministries Bible study is back. Uh, what is this? December 1st. We thank God for his goodness and his mercy and his kindness. And we are grateful uh, uh, just to see another day and another year. Um, Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get started. We got some uh, very, uh, this is a very good <laughs> um, Bible study. It Ooh. seems simple. But it's not simple because right. not everybody knows, truly knows, uh, uh, what must I do to be saved? That's the first question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We think we've been going to church for 30 and 40 years and we know all the old Negro spirituals and we know what Psalms 23 says and we know mm -hmm. uh, this and that. We think we know what must I do to be saved. So, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't know. Because the Bible says in the end, there's going to be a lot of folks that God says, get away from me, you workers of iniquity. Mm -hmm. I never knew you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now imagine that. You, you thinking this whole time that you know God, but on judgment day, God said, who, who are you? Mm. It, 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 it's me. It's me. It Remember, is. I... I I put a hundred dollars in the basket at past the white anniversary. <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. Oh, it's me. It's me, God. Remember, I, I, I used to sing the solo in the choir. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Next. <laughs> hmm. We got to step to the left. So our first question is, what must I do to be saved? I, I, I do, do. I'm I'm listening. Somebody. Um. I have here if you declare with your mouth in Jesus, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. All right. Me too. Amen. I like that. I like that. Um. Mm -hmm. What can anybody? What does that mean? If I'm a man or, or, or on a corner, what? How would you chew that up for me? How would you break that down for me? How would you simplify that for me? Anybody? Um, what I would, how I would kind of simplify it is that to let them know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. And he is the one that watches over us on a daily basis. He wakes us up in the morning. He created the heavens and the earth and everything that's in it and around it. You know, and to let them know that, you know, you can either also let them know that, let them know your testimony. Well, you know what I mean? To anyone that's not a believer or someone that you're witnessing to. And also, um, I put on here that we that if you follow the commandments as well, that's a that's another part of um, that. Hey, man, I like that. Sister, Sister Comac said, let them know your testimony. I like mm -hmm. that. Uh, 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 um, anybody else? I, I agree with her. I yeah, I, I like that. It. I like that. Um, mm -hmm. I have on here Romans 
and, and you can write it down or we'll put it in the chat. Romans 10 and 17. It says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. See, in, in order to be saved, we must hear the word. Mm -hmm. How can you be saved if you don't know who he is and what you need to be saved from? Mm -hmm. Without first hearing the word of God, we would never know we are sinners and we would never believe. You got to hear the word. You got to know. You, if, if you don't know you in danger, then you don't know you need protection. Until you knew there was a pandemic, you never put on a mask. All right. Until you knew there was COVID, you didn't walk around with hand sanitizer in your purse, in your wallet, in your back pocket. Amen. <clears throat> because you had to hear there was an issue. See, before, see, 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 there's, there's steps to becoming saved. The first step is you have to hear the word. Without hearing, we wouldn't know of Jesus' sacrifice for our sins and our need from him. Hearing is where our faith comes from. Oh. That's step one. You got to hear the word of God. Because the Bible says in the end, the Bible says we, we haven't, he, he, he's getting, giving everybody a chance to hear the word. Because remember, he said it, it is not his will for anyone to go to hell, but the only way people can go to hell is first they have to hear what thus says the Lord. Hmm. Step two to being saved, we must believe what we hear. Hmm. Oh, shooky dooky. Got to believe after you hear that you're a sinner, you got to believe you need Jesus to be saved. Merely hearing the word of God doesn't save. But Sister Comac just told us we must believe what we hear or we are likely not to obey God's commandments. If you don't believe that you need God, you're going to continue to live a life of darkness and a life of, of, mm -hmm. of, of, of evil. Mm -hmm. True. See? A lot of us, when we even heard the word of God, we stayed in the crack house. We stayed with that bottle to our lips. We stayed on the corner. After we knew what God is saying, we still didn't change. We still didn't make a difference. It took a little more crack. It took a little more drinking. It took a little more pimping and hoeing before we realized that we needed God. Amen. We got Amen. folks in the church still haven't realized that they need God. They go Sunday, they got the nice suits, they got the church hats, and yet they still living in darkness because they haven't truly believed what they've heard. Come on. Amen. 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 So the path the Bible says, here's the problem with the church. This is why I don't got no preacher friends here the bible says don't just be hearers be doers so he's telling you you can sit there all sunday talking about oh pastor that was a good message but until uh -huh. you until you let it manifest on monday he said you full of it mm. don't just hear what the word says apply it 
right. Believe it. If, 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 if the word says forgive, forgive. If the word says give, give. If the Amen. word says love, love. If the word says don't have fear, get rid of the fear. If the word says be kind, be kind. Amen. Do it. Don't just hear Amen. it. That's what frustrates me on Sunday. That's why I preach so hard. Because I want you to not just hear what I'm saying. I want when you leave on Sunday, you say, that crazy minister, I'm just to apply. I'm about to put these condoms back in this box and put these handcuffs Come back on. in the drawer. Because he said, I got to get on. the right time for all of this. Amen. 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 See, there's a time, what we learn Sunday, there's a time to be a freak, but not all the time. Right. See, so don't just be a hearer, be a doer. In John 8 and 24, Jesus says, if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sin. So Jesus said, if you don't believe that I'm the savior, then you're going to die in your darkness. Yep. Then he says, yet belief is not enough because James 2 and 24 says we must do what God commands. That is his will. So just believing that Jesus can save you, just believing that God is, is God is not enough. Now, can you practice what you preach? Hmm. That's why people stop going to church because they say, hold on, you go. Hold on. Where are you going Sunday? I'm going to the church. house. you in the crack house now? Hmm. And you ain't trying to save me. You trying to take my little bit of crack I got. Go. Apply it. Apply it. Matthew 7 and 21. Acts uh, uh, 16, 30. Acts 16 and 30. So the past says, he then brought them out. And Acts serves what must I do to be saved? And they mm. replied, believe in the Lord Jesus mm -hmm. and you will be saved, you and your household. So remember, when they killed Jesus and they fought and, and, and Peter came to him and Peter said, y'all don't know what y'all done. You church people, you religious people, you deacons, you ushers, you pastors, you bishops, you prophets, you apostles, all of y'all. Y'all have killed the Savior, the Messiah. You don't know what you've done. They said, Peter, oh, my God, we didn't realize that he was who he said he was. What can we do? What must we do to be saved? And Peter told him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Step three to being saved, he told him, you need to repent. Have you repented for what you've done this week? A lot of us are so prideful. We don't even we don't want to admit that we made mistakes. Mm -hmm. I remember Sister Comat a couple of weeks ago said, man, I, I did this. I, I handled that inappropriately, but I, I, I called back and I fixed it immediately. That's what God is saying. Can you, can, can, can you be the person to humble yourself and call back and fix what you broke? Repenting for your sin. Sin is what separates us from God. Isaiah 59 and 2 says, therefore, if we intend to seek God's forgiveness, we must be willing to repent of our sins. Repent means turning away from sin and making an effort to sin no more. If we aren't willing to repent of our sins, we cannot be saved. 
confess our sins to him and confess our faith in him. That's how you become saved, believing who he is, believing. Do you believe God can deliver you? Do you believe yes. that he's able? Do you believe yes. he can do the impossible? Do you believe yes. he can make a way out of no way? That's how yes. you become saved. That's how you become saved. But after that, do you believe that God has forgiven you? Because if you still walking around with the yes. same guilt from the crap that you've done 20, 30 years ago, that means you don't believe. Now come on. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm That's right. So if you still feeling bad that you was getting you was getting hold out and prostituted when you were young younger you don't believe if you still sad because you were a sorry mama and a sorry daddy 30 40 years ago you don't believe if you still sad because you were stealing and doing evil manipulating ratchet and trifling things 20 40 50 years ago you don't believe if you still mad about and sad and guilty about what you did yesterday then you don't believe he's forgiving you for those who sought forgiveness, confess our sins to him. And then the final way of being saved, step four, is we must confess our faith. Those that wish to be saved must confess their faith in Jesus. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved so it was with jesus christ himself who says whoever therefore confess me before man him i will confess also before the father in heaven so what jesus is saying is if you confess that you believe in him he gonna go to god on your behalf and say that's my boy right there jamal he believes in me remember he is the advocate that's fighting for you. While the devil is in the courtroom saying that you are guilty, Jesus is standing up saying, no, he's innocent. I paid for that. Mm, all right. Ain't it always a good thing when you able to go to a store and you or you able to go, go for a job and you can tell the people at the job, hey, so-and-so sent me. Don't that change a lot of things? You get some, deep, you get some discounts, don't you? Mm. They treat you a little different. Hey, hey, a lot of knows so-and-so. Well, guess what? If you know Jesus, that gets you a discount. That gets you, that, that, that gets you some extra play. See, because, because if, if, you know, if you can go to God and say, hey, God, I know Jesus, that's how you get your prayers answered. That's how you get that healing. That's how. Because remember, he said, whatever you pray for yeah, to my father in my name, he will yeah. heal. That's what it say. Amen. In his Amen. name. See, so if you if you believe that Jesus got up on the third day with all power mm -hmm. in his hands for you, that gets you in some places that not everybody can get to. Right. I remember when we used to go to the club, Alana, and we could go and say, look, I'm friends with, with Ray Ray yeah. and Pookie, and they would let yeah. us get in so I could cut the line and get in front yeah. of everybody else because I knew old boy, and now that I know Jesus, I see I can cut the line. I can get in front of those who don't and get in free. Amen. That was Amen. Good. Amen. Ooh, you better... You better get that relationship.
You better believe. <clears throat> a lot of uh, my lovely mother is having a hard time getting on. Can you send her the link? Yeah, I'll send it to her. Thank you. So that is that is how you become saved is believing. And when you believe, then you confess. You confess your sins and you confess your faith. And your faith is believing that Jesus did what he said he did, is believing that God sent his only begotten son to die for you. Simple as that. It has nothing to do with how much you go to church. It has nothing to do with how much money you put in the offering basket. Right. It has nothing to do with how many scriptures you know. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing, if you Baptist or are you seven day of Venice, it has nothing to do, do you believe? And that's why too, this is gonna be the scary part. There's going to be folks in heaven that you didn't think would make it to heaven. And there's going to be folks in heaven or folks that's not in heaven that you expected to be in heaven. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So that homeless man on the corner that you called a crackhead to, you're going to be in heaven. You're going to say, well, how did you make it? He's going to say, I believe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I believed. Okay. That drunk man that was always passed out at the bar, you go me in heaven. How did you make it? I believed. Okay. Then you're going to be looking, where's Deacon so-and-so? Where's Pastor so-and-so? He didn't believe. Don't get it twisted. Everybody that goes to church on Sunday, they don't believe. Come on. Some of them just go out of repetition. Some of them just mm -hmm. go because that's what granny told them to do on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Mm -hmm. Not everybody. That's what I'm saying. There's gonna be there's gonna be murderers there. There's gonna be liars there. There's okay. There's gonna be pimps there. How did you make it? The stripper. How did how did Tim Did I see you sliding down the pole? How did you make it? I believed. Where's Sister Smith? She didn't believe. All those years, she just went out of repetition. Don't mean she believed. Our next question is, how do we receive the Holy Spirit? Anybody? I think I found it in Acts 2.38, where it says, um, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Yeah, repent, be baptized, and, and you just receive it. Well, confess, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, um, we receive the Holy Spirit by simply receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. So again, you see how that connects with our first question? So when mm -hmm. I believe that he's my Savior, I receive the Holy Spirit. Ooh. All I just got to do is believe. Once, once I that he is who he says he is, I get the Holy Spirit. That's all I have to do. Once I believe, do you believe? If, if you own this phone, do you, if you believe Jesus is your Savior right now, guess what? You got the Holy Spirit. 
And that's up between that's between you and God. I just not. I don't care whether you say yes or no. It really don't matter. All I know is I believe, and I know I got the Holy Spirit because He be talking to me all the time. He won't even leave me alone. The Apostle Paul clearly taught that we receive the Holy Spirit the moment we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. First Corinthians twelve and thirteen declares it. It says, "For all are baptized by." one spirit into one body whether jews or greeks slave or free and we are all given the one spirit to drink ephesians 1 13 and 14 teaches us that the holy spirit is the seal of salvation for all those who believe having believed you are marked in him with a seal the promise Holy Spirit, who is deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So again, when you believe, you receive the Holy Spirit. It, it even rhymes. When you believe, you receive the Holy Spirit. That, 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 that spirit that told you not to say that, but you said it anyway. That spirit that told you not to drink it and you drunk it anyway. That spirit that told you to get up and go to church when you weren't going to go. That spirit. Come on. Let's go. Sit down. Be quiet. Watch out for him. You need to say this. Go pray for so-and-so. That spirit that put people on your heart. That spirit. All you got to do is just believe. Ain't nothing special. I know they, you know, they like to teach a lot of other stuff. You got to go get a degree in this. Can you do backflips and all? No, once you believe, you receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Just believing that. You got the Holy Spirit right now. Our next question is, <laughs> must I be baptized to go to heaven? Ha! This is a, this boy... This, 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 this is horrible. This is horrible. There's a lot of folks who have gotten baptized more than once because they're afraid if they're not baptized that they won't go to heaven. Mm. And again, what I always tell y'all, there's people who come in a dry devil, they get baptized and walk out of what? A wet a devil. Wet yeah. Okay. The English word for baptize is, is translated in Greek baptizo, which means to dip or immerse and sometimes referred to ritual washings performed by dipping a person or object into water. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we know what it means. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. So that's what that's what baptism means. And Acts 2 and 37. The people who were convicted by Peter. Now, we just talked about that. And the first, our first question is, what must I do to be saved? Now, they asked Peter because they finally realized who Jesus was. They realized that. Now they're saying, Peter, uh, we messed up. We don't want to go to hell. Can you help us? So he gave us some knowledge. He gave us some knowledge. He said, Peter's message, they asked him what they do. Peter said in Acts 2 and 38, he told the people that they needed to repent of their sins, publicly, publicly <laughs> confess their faith in Christ by being baptized. 
Acts 2 and 41 makes it very clear that those who were baptized had already gladly received his word, indicating belief in his message. So being baptized is not required for a person to enter heaven. That's not required. Wow. That's not required. That's a ritual. It's a ritual. Baptism, baptism is a symbol of identification, not of salvation. Mm. There's going to be a whole bunch of people who was baptized on their way to hell because mm. they wasn't because they wasn't saved, because they didn't believe. They just did it because everybody else up there was doing it. Wow. Let that sink in. Everybody should have said, damn. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, they saw everybody else getting baptized. So they went to go get baptized. That don't mean that they saved. Uh, being baptized got nothing to do with going to heaven. There's going to be a lot of people in heaven who didn't even get dipped in the tub. Whoa. A, 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 a baptism is not a requirement to get into heaven because it's only a public pro profession of faith. That's all. Uh, baptism means that you believe, allegedly. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people who get baptized don't believe. They just do it because the church said they need to do it. Does that mean you believe? See, multiple scriptures point that out. That is not that's not what truly saves a person. See, what does save a person is the acceptance of Jesus into our lives and the confession of our sins to him and believing that the Lord raised him for the dead. See, you know what? You know what baptism you really need? You need baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's what you really mm -hmm. need. That's what saves you. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself that tonight. Have your spirit been dipped? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, as your spirit, because again, there's a lot of people that go to church that have been baptized in the tub. But when you see them at church, they just as evil and devilish as they was when they walked in. So, them, so you know what that means, y'all? That, that water don't got no power. Now, Dad, right. Sister, damn, right. Sister Smith, you was a hoe when you came in. A dry hoe. Now you a wet hoe. I said, Smith, I come on now. I, 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 I thought the water was supposed to change you. Ain't nothing in that water. Jesus. Y'all remember the brother, the brother with the lame, the uh, uh, on the lame brother. When, when, when Jesus walked up to him, he, he, he was mad because he, he was lame. He couldn't move. He was paralyzed. And every time everybody else got in the water, he, he was mad because he said, when am I going to get dipped in the water? Everybody else getting in the water and they coming out healthy at home but I'm the lamb he was just complaining and complaining and Jesus said my brother argue, do you want to walk again do you want to be made whole again and, G and he finally said yeah then Jesus said pick up your mat and walk mm -hmm. but what, I'm, what I want you to see is Jesus didn't say go in the water he said pick up your mat what Jesus was asking him is didn't believe stand up <laughs> his faith Help him walk again. The water didn't do nothing for him. He didn't have to get in the water. So what I'm telling you is whether you get baptized or not, it's not about the baptism. It's about your faith in God. 
Amen. So you can Amen. believe you, 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 what happens is more people have more faith in that water than they do God. That's the problem. Well, I'm saying, mm -hmm. no, you ain't, you still evil. Your, your, your spirit ain't been baptized. Have your spirit been baptized in the blood of Jesus. See, the Holy Spirit that gives us eternal life when we believe in Jesus Christ. See, being immersed in physical water may clean your flesh, but it does nothing for our souls. Have your soul changed. You can look in the mirror and see if you still the same mean, snotty, ratchet, trifling person you was 20, 30, 40 years ago, then you know that baptism ain't done nothing for you. You know. Amen. Water baptism is merely an answer or a pledge of good conscience towards God, symbolizing with water what God has already done with the spirit. That's all. That's all water. Water baptism. You basically saying that, look, this is what God is doing in my spirit right now. But the problem is God ain't done that for everybody's spirit because a lot of folks playing church. Boom. Playing religion. That's why if you come to Warrior Ministries, you will see why they don't do all that stuff the other churches do. Because that don't got nothing doing with saving or healing or delivering nobody. That's just make church longer. And some of us come like on. to get out on time. Jesus. I still like to watch football on Sunday if I can. But if I'm up here doing all this other religious stuff, come on, y'all. Let's uh, go ahead and baptize so-and-so. No, 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 no. Don't just baptize me. Can you teach me? Show After you dip me in the water, teach me how to be a better person. Come on. Give me some counseling. Amen. Come on. I've been raped. I've been molested. I've been abused. You didn't put me in this yeah. damn water. Now, what do I do when I get off the water? How do I become a go. child of God? How do I get off this crack? How do I get out of this abusive yeah. relationship? See, the baptism don't do nothing for that. All that means is I got to go change my clothes and my hair a little nappy. Mm. No, baptism, Amen. Baptism, baptism has, baptism Jeez. has nothing to do with that. I remember when my sister called me. Uh, I love my little sister, Joya. She called me. She said, "They always, they always call me because they think I know all the answers." Because I'm the minister. Do I got to get baptized again? I said, "No." She was scared. Oh, I don't want to make God. I said, "No, baby. I was baptized." Well, I said, "That's good enough." He don't care about that. He want to know: Has your spirit been baptized? Mm -hmm. And she was so relieved. She said, oh, thank you, Jesus. But it made me so upset that the church is going around manipulating people and condemning people and making people feel guilty about not dipping themselves. Don't you take a shower every day? Well, then, hell, I baptize seven days a week. No, you don't need to be. Is your spirit baptized? Check, 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 check yourself for your wreck. Is your spirit baptized? The Bible clearly states that salvation is by repentance of sin and faith in Jesus Christ, not by any works or deeds of the righteousness. Sister Pat, didn't, didn't Jesus say, uh, who was that? I think that was, he said, your works are nothing but filthy rags. Right. So when he says your works, he said everything you do down here earthly, there's nothing you can do to make you good enough to go to heaven besides forgiving, asking for forgiveness and believing in Jesus. That's it. He said, I don't care how much turkey you give on Thanksgiving. I don't care how many gifts you give on Christmas. Some of y'all are going to miss out because that's not the requirements to get in heaven. 
And that's why I'm telling you, you're going to see some crackheads, some drunks, some thieves, some murderers. How did you make it? How did you get in? I know you're going to hell. No, I'm here. Oops. Why? Because I believe and I confess with my mouth that he was Lord. Baptism in water is an act of righteousness that is done to confess one's faith in Jesus after they've been saved. And true believers are baptized by the Holy Spirit the moment they repent and trust Jesus as they save. So when you repent and trust Jesus, you've already been baptized. Your spirit should have been baptized. And then you're good to go. All that other stuff, that's for pastor to keep you there another three, four hours to get you really tired. So when he asks for another offering, you just want to get it over with. You just give the last thing you got in your purse. Oh, can we just leave here? Take a 20. That got nothing to do with being going to heaven. Nothing to do with it. So get that out your spirit. Get that out your mind. Tell somebody. Hey, man. I mean, that's not to, that's not to say if they ask you to do it, not to go do it. But don't think that has saved you. Don't think that has delivered you if you ain't confessed and believed in your heart. Amen. They didn't got quiet. Amen. All right. Well, somebody, I, I know it may have blown Amen. your mind, but it's in the word. It's in there. Yeah, we, we read it. What, what did Peter say in Acts 2 and 37? He said, uh, 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 confess. Means he told them they need to repent of their sin and publicly, publicly confess their faith and be baptized. That's all. But remember, he said, confess. And believe first. Remember, he said those two things. They got to confess their sins and publicly confess they believe in Jesus. That's the, Remember, those are two things he said. He ain't said nothing about y'all need, y'all must be baptized. No, that's just a ritual. That's the ritual. We got, the church has too many rituals and we've, and that's what Jesus told the church people. That's one, one of the reasons why they killed him. Because he said, y'all, y'all, y'all all tied up and not all of this stuff and y'all ain't doing nothing for the people of God. That's why he went into the church and pulled out his boat and started kicking them and throwing over tables. He said, you've turned my father's house to a den of thieves because they had pimps in the pool pit back then. They were stealing from the people back then. Ain't nothing changed. They doing the same thing. They just got nicer chains on and better shoes. Amen. That's all. Our next question. The description okay, of the son of man. Okay, Go ahead, sister. Okay. Oh, thank, thank you. Y'all got questions. Thank y'all. Y'all go ahead. I just have one. Um, um, the thief on, remember the two thieves on the cross? And uh, Jesus told him, you know, he, he acknowledged that that was Jesus. And Jesus said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. He died on that cross. He didn't, he didn't dip, they didn't dip him in the water before they threw him in the grave. So that just lets us know, me know, when I first read that a long time ago, that about the baptism it had to be, it didn't have to be, but that was just one story that I remember. It was in, I think it's Luke 23. And he yes. died because they stuck that they took their sword in his side. He died on that cross. He died he, immediately. He had believed in, yeah, he didn't. He had believed. He had confessed Jesus as his savior. Yes, he believed. The other he thing, he didn't he believe, did. but that one brother said, look here, brother, when you get where you going, ha, please remember, remember me. me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, my brother. 
Amen. Uh, 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 yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I've always been taught, you know, growing up, uh, we're under the new law, you know, compared to the Old Testament, New Testament. But I, I was directed by the, by the Spirit, and maybe you could explain it more to me. Because, you know, sometimes we're raised in the church, uh, and some things are maybe told different. But I, I, I got John 3, verse 3 uh, through 6, and it said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Um, that's a very, very good one. So again, what, what Jesus is talking about being born again is just having your spirit washed of faith washed by his blood washed by grace because because to be truly truly born again is not by the baptism to be born again is your spirit because our flesh the water cannot clean our spirit only the blood of jesus can do that so i i, I and i agree with you because I, I think the church took that too literally and, and I think they missed the most important part. The most important part is my spirit being washed because I can, because I mean, think about it before we gave our life over to God, we were, our, we, we were being baptized. I mean, you take, we take baths and showers all the time. We were being baptized all the time, but that still kept us in darkness. We still were evil. We still were selfish, but until our, see, until your spirit changed, you didn't change. So I, I I I read that and I'm and I that was on my notes as well. But I, I think I mean again, baptism is a a ritual. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's a ritual. But baptism, not being baptized, doesn't keep you from the kingdom of God. Because there's going to be a lot of because there's going to be a lot of people who did not get baptized who will be in heaven because their spirit was baptized. They believe they changed. Uh, remember, God is a is a heart surgeon. He's all about working on your heart and changing you. So, no, that's 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 a good scripture. Um, we're still in people always say that, too. We still have to do the old and the New Testament are still things we still need to make sure there are certain things we still need to abide by with that. Because I know there's they, the ministers, church always say, well, we don't have to listen to the old no more because the old Jesus died on the cross. But what about the Ten Commandments? Yes, sir. The ten, I mean, are we going to just throw the Ten Commandments to the, the Ten Commandments is just instructions to teach us how to live appropriately. How to, because our goal every day is to be what? Be more like Jesus. 
So the, the Bible is very complicated in its teaching. We have to be very careful. And that's why we should always pray for wisdom and discernment and guidance with God. Because there's some things, there's rituals that we have taken too seriously. And it has caused us to miss the main of the message. So I would say if you got baptized, amen. But do not feel guilty if you haven't, because if you believe in God, if you have confessed with your mouth that he is savior and you confessed that uh, your sins to him and you believe that he's washed away your sins, you good to go. Because like, like Sister Pat said, the uh, 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 um, the um, the the thief did not get baptized. But he believed and he could. Remember the rich man and Lazarus. Lazarus didn't get baptized. Lazarus was just trying to find something to eat. Mm -hmm. But he made it through the pearly gates because he believed. So, did I answer the question? Oh, 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 yeah, oh yes, sir. Appreciate it. Okay. No, if y'all have any questions, please interrupt me. Stop me. Cause we want to make, I want to make sure everybody, this stuff has been taught incorrectly for many, many years. Cause I used to believe that I had to be baptized and I, you know, and when, and when my sister, when I learned and learned and learned, I'm like, hold on, these rituals are getting me in trouble. Rituals are getting me in trouble. Now the description of the son of man is what? Now the old Testament prophesies in Isaiah 53, that Jesus would not have any external features or beauty that would attract or draw people to him. Isaiah adds that Jesus would grow up like a plant out of dry ground with no form of king uh, majesty. So in short, Jesus would look like an average person with no distinguishing characteristics. So Jesus was bland. He was plain. And that's one of the reasons why they didn't believe that he was Jesus. They said, you don't look like Jesus. Again, that also teaches us. That's why we do in our speed dating thing. We get caught looking on the outside and not looking on the inside. They said, you the carpenter's son. You not you can't be Jesus. That's not what we thought Jesus would look like. And then they said, the Bible said, when he come back, we're going to do the same thing. You ain't Jesus. Now, why are we going to do the same thing? Because the world has told you Jesus is what? Blind hair and blue eyes. There's a lot of folks, again, who are going to be coming out looking when Jesus returned. And when he don't look like that, they're going to say, you can't be the Messiah. You can't be the Savior. You don't look like what has been posted in the courtroom. You don't look like what's been posted all over these other churches. You don't, you're not blind hair and blue eyes. And so the crowds that follow Jesus didn't follow him because he looked like a rock star or model. Instead, they followed him because of his words, his teaching and doctrine. And Jesus' teachings were not like the leaders of the, of the time. Rather, he spoke with authority. They followed Jesus because of the power that was in his, what he was speaking. The uplifting that he was speaking, the encouragement that he was speaking. He wasn't speaking like the rest of those preachers. They said, there's something about him. Let, 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 let's follow him. When he gets done speaking, I feel better. I feel healed. I feel encouraged and delivered. So they followed Jesus. And, and, and then the Bible says in Revelations, what is it? Revelations 1, 14 and 15. The Bible says that uh, uh, the hair on his head was, was white, was white like wool and as white as snow. And his eyes were like blazing fire and his feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. And his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. Oh. 
Now does, that, now, does that sound bl wow. blonde hair and blue eyed to you? Mm -mm. Nope. No. You look in the mirror, you might realize Jesus might look like me. Mm -hmm. Might look like me. He was average looking. Remember, that, that's one of the reasons why the devil was mad. The devil said, God, I look better than him. Look at me. I'm beautiful. You're going to make him the son of man? I look way better than him. I'm gorgeous, and I'm just magnificent. And then God said, get your... And he had to throw the devil out because the devil, I look better than this average punk. That's what the son of man look like. See? So we, we get caught up in looks, but Jesus... They weren't following Jesus because he looked good. They found Jesus because what was coming out of his mouth, the truth. And what does the Bible say? Whoever's son sets free, sets free and is set free indeed. The truth is what was setting people free. Amen. So any questions on that one? Please. Y'all got me. I didn't got re-energized now. Um, any more questions on the baptism one? Because I know that's a touchy one and that's a different one because we, especially in our community, we get taught something differently. But uh, when you read, you realize, oh, okay, that's not really what that meant or why didn't we take that too seriously. But that's what Jesus looked like um, or that's what the Son of Man looked like. Right? Mm -hmm. um, what's our next question? The next question is, who is your shepherd? I like this one. In John 10 and 7, Jesus declares, I am the good shepherd. I'm the good shepherd. I like this. And, and his, he describes himself not only the shepherd, but the good shepherd. Did you catch that? The good shepherd. Right. He didn't say, I'm, I am the shepherd. He said the good shepherd. He put an adjective on. He, 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 he wants you to know hey, I'm not just any shepherd. I'm the good shepherd. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it confused. I'm the good shepherd. As others may be, but he is unique in character. He's good because there's different types of shepherds. Y'all know that? There's bad shepherds, evil shepherds, trifling shepherds. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm a good one. I'm the good shepherd. So in using the phrase, the good shepherd, Jesus is referring to his inheriting goodness, his righteousness and his beauty. He's telling you his character when he says he's the good shepherd. He's letting you know what he's about. See, don't adjectives, what do adjectives do? Adjectives help paint the picture of something or someone a little bit better, right? See, when I say pimp in a pool pit, it gives you a different picture of what I'm oh wow he this 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 is really okay I, I understand what he's saying so when Jesus <laughs> saying a good shepherd he's letting you know his characteristics go ahead okay so as shepherd of the sheep he is the one who protects guys and nurture his flock who is Jesus flock we are simple we are he's here to protect you to nurture you, protect you from what? Y'all know there's wolves out there trying to eat you? Yeah, mm. mm -hmm. <laughs> trying, to, trying to get us to run in the pack well level with them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And John 10 and 7, Jesus is making, oh, what I love about this is to come back. He's making a contrast between himself and religious leaders. Lord, have mercy. See, Jesus, he's he is 
Con, she's making a contrast between himself and the preachers and teachers of back then and today. Jesus compares them to hired hands. Anybody know what a hired hand is? Work for pay. Yep. They work for pay. What Jesus is mm -hmm. saying, Jesus is saying, look here. They work for pay and they really don't care about the sheep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why when you call past and said, pass, I'm sick. Can you come see me? He never showed up. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor, will you preach at my mama's funeral? Stop. Oh, I can't. I gotta, I gotta go to I, I gotta go to the ABCD. <laughs> Pastor, uh our rent is due and we're a little bit behind. Oh no, Sister Smith, didn't we give you money three weeks ago? Jesus. Wow. Jesus. Hired hands. Ooh. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. The pimp, do the pimp care about the home? He only care about what the home bring back. That's right. Mm -hmm. Ooh. That's right. When she don't bring back nothing. See, now when she bringing back money, oh, baby, you the best. Oh, you so, ooh, girl, I love. Boy, let her come, let her come back empty-handed and see, and see how all that coloring and nurturing go away. Mm. Higher close, hand. close close hanger time. Close hanger time. Okay. Ooh. So Jesus is saying, all those preachers and religious folks that you love so much. Oh, I got the best pastor in the world. Old pastor, old bishop, old apostle, old prophet. He said, Look here, they not me. I'm a good shepherd. They just hired hands. Jesus says wow. he is faithful. He is the faithful shepherd who willingly gives up his life for the sheep. I bet you pastor ain't giving up his life for you. But Jesus did. Oh. Pastor wouldn't even come see you when you were sick. But guess who was in there with you? Jesus was. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Guess who was in Okay. Pastor, did pastor go in the crack house and come pull you out? Nope. But Jesus did. Come on. Was pastor there when you was in that abusive relationship, when that man was stumping you and punching you and throwing you around? Pastor wasn't there, but Jesus was. Amen. When you were in that hospital bed dealing with cancer and COVID, pastor said, no, I can't go. I can't afford to get sick. But Jesus came in the room. Oh, Okay, when you wanted when you had that gun to your head, those pills in your hand, pastor wasn't there. But Jesus, why you think you put the gun down? Why you think you put the pills down? Not because pastor was there, but the good shepherd was. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank why you, you didn't Lord. boy when you was in that crack house? Why you think you didn't OD? Not because pastor was there, because Jesus was there. The good Ooh. shepherd. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Who you you think who you think is with your children, your grown kids, your grandchildren you barely see? It ain't Amen. Pastor Jesus is. Amen. The good shot. Thank you, Lord. Thank see, you, Jesus. He said they just hired hands. Jamal's yeah. a hired hand. See, that's why I love. See, 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 see that yeah, boy. I always pray, keep me humble, cause I never. And that's why I always tell, oh Jamal, that was a good message. No, sure, that was God's message. See, I know I'm hired hands. See, there's certain I love all y'all, but there's certain things that I can't do that I know Jesus will do, and that's why I point you to God. Go to Him. Amen. 
See, the hired hands work for wages, which are which is his main uh, consideration. The religious leader concern is not for the sheep, but for himself. Pastor is trying to make sure he can pay that Cadillac. Pastor trying to make sure first lady keep that fur on. Jesus ain't worried about the Cadillac or the fur. It's all his. Mm. Come on. Amen. Oh, yeah. First, to better understand the purpose of a shepherd during the times of Jesus, it's helpful to realize that sheep are utterly defenseless and totally dependent. See, that's what you got to realize. You are defenseless to the wiles and the evil of this world. That's why they call him Jehovah Nisi, because he fights your battles. That's why he said, I'll turn your enemies into a footstool. He said, because you're defenseless against these things, but he's not. That's why he's a good shepherd. There's wolves and snakes out here trying to eat you and swallow you alive. But the good shepherd has protected you. Some of y'all that made it 50, 60, 70 years, not because you lucky, not because you eat right, not because you run right. It's because of the good shepherd. Yes. Amen. Yes, sir. It is helpful to realize that we are dependent on him. Sheep are always subject to danger and must always be under the watchful eye of the shepherd Amen. as they gaze. Now, do you recognize why a lot of us go through trouble? A lot of us go through trouble because you didn't ran off from the good shepherd. Come on. Amen. Stay with Amen. the pack. Stay with the shepherd. That's why he says, keep your hand in my unchanging hand. Yes, sir. Talking about the devil trying to get me. No, you got you because you didn't ran away from the good shepherd. You struggling because you ain't by the good shepherd. (laughs) See, remember, remember when you stayed next to God, when you were staying next to Jesus, how good life was. Woo, you know what? I'm not as stressed as I used to be. Yep. I'm peaceful. There's joy. Where, where's all this coming from? Because you're next to the good shepherd. It's when you get away from the shepherd is when you get in yep. trouble. That's right. Amen. That's when the sheep gets Amen. in trouble. Amen. See, the sheep is always... Oh boy, the sheep got to deal with rushing waters uh, from the valley, heavy rainfall. The sheep may get sweeped in rushing water. Guess what? There's robbers trying to steal sheep. Wolves may try to attack the flock. I remember Sister Pat Davis. Don't Davis? David tells us how he killed a lion and a bear while defending his flock as a shepherd boy. Driving snow in winter, blinding dust and and burning sands in the summer. Long, lonely, lonely days for the shepherd. Boy, the shepherd got to deal with a lot. He got to deal with wolves and bears and robbers and snow and sun and lonely days and all these things. The shepherd patiently endures for the welfare of the flock. In fact, the shepherds were frequently subject to grave danger sometimes even giving their lives to protect the sheep and that's what jesus did for you us amen thank you jesus so jesus gave his life on the cross as a good shepherd for his own and he who saves others though had the power did not choose to save himself let that sink in let that sink in Remember what he told the church people. He said, look here, y'all not taking my life. I'm giving my life for my people. 
Because he said, if I wanted to, I could have my boys down here and we could turn this mother out. But I'm going to give it for my people. That's why he's the good shepherd. That's Matthew. The Bible says in Matthew 20 and 28, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And he gave his life a ransom for many. And proclaiming that he is the good shepherd, Jesus speaks of laying down his life for his sheep. He gave it up for you. You got some people that won't even pick you up from work. You got some family members that won't even come see you. Your kids won't even see you when you sick. They don't even check. They won't even check for you on Thanksgiving. Don't even hey, can I at least make? Can I bring some cranberry juice? Some, some, some over. But Jesus, He gave His life for us, the Good Shepherd. So that's the Good Shepherd. Jesus is the Good Shepherd. There is no other Good Shepherd. He's the good. Everybody else, TD Jakes. Uh, Joe Osteen, Michael Todd, uh, Marvin Sapp, uh, Jamal Mitchell, all, all we are our hired hands. That's it. Until the good shepherd comes back and he's on his way. And he's coming back for his flock. He's coming back for his sheep. And for us who've done a good job, he's going to say, thank y'all for watching over the sheep. It's their mind now. Step out the way. And for my parents... God is doing that for your kids. He's telling some of y'all to get out the way. They, they, these, these are my kids. It's my flock. Move. Let me raise them. Let me keep them. Let me, you know, yeah, you know, some parents, y'all don't know how to get out the way. The shepherd is here now. Amen. You was just a hired hand. Well, I had him. Yeah, but he gave them to you. He's the good yep. shepherd. Get out the way. Alana, I think that's all our lovely questions for today, I believe. Yes, uh, yes it is. All right. Well, please give us questions, comments, concerns, opinions. I know this was a, a unique one. We we learned what must we do to be saved. I just got to believe and confess in my heart that Jesus is Lord and confess my sins. We learned that baptism uh, is some fun to do, but it's not necessary to do for me to be walking in the kingdom of heaven. And we also learn that Jesus is the good shepherd and we learn why he's the good shepherd because he gave his life for his sheep. And remember, Jesus, God is trying to separate the sheep from the goats, oh. okay? Because goats do their own thing. Goats don't follow the shepherd. Goats think they know it all. Goats think they got to figure out. But the sheep is obedient to the good shepherd. That's why he says, my sheep know my voice. Don't you hear Jesus calling your name? That's because he's a good mm -hmm. shepherd. Okay, you was just fixed to cuss that lady out, but you heard somebody say, Helen, sit down. That's, yep. the, good <laughs> That's the good shepherd right there. Mm -hmm. You was about to pick up that pan and knock your husband. And put that <laughs> pop down. Put it down. Sit down. Calm down. Relax. That's the good shepherd. He's talking to his sheep. So I guess what I'm saying is when you hear his voice, if you want to hear his, don't ignore it. Do what he tells you to do. Mm. If he tells you to quit worrying, quit worrying. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mr. Um, As far as me, I, I've always thought that, you know, from the, from the church that, you know, that I was always thought that you should be baptized in order to, you know, to help you be saved, or that that was one of the things that for you to be saved is to be baptized. 
And it was like, I can't remember a time, you know, in my younger days, I was, I don't think that mama never told me that I was baptized, but I know as far as like when I started maybe um, like seventh, eighth grade on up to now, I've never been baptized. Well, you know what I mean? And I felt wow. some type of way. And then I was saying to myself when I was at the previous church that if I was baptized before, I don't remember, but I think I need to get baptized again so I will know that I'm going on that right path. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't remember back then, back in the day. And, and I've always felt some type of way, even up to now, until when I, you just taught me that, because on my question, I wrote, yes, do you need to be baptized? I, and I said, yes. And, and so I just had to scratch it off and say, no. Well, well, you know what I mean? But I, but I, you know, but I'm, I'm grateful that God put this on your heart to teach us this because it gives me a peace now knowing that I don't have to be baptized, that I'm still going down, that, that I'm on the right track. And it's okay if I'm not baptized, that it's okay. Well, you know what I mean? Hey. Amen. Yeah. 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 That's what was happening with my sister. Again, we're not saying not to get baptized. If you want right. to get, do right. it. If you want to do it, do it. But mm -hmm. if anything that makes you feel guilty or scared that you need mm -hmm. to do it to be saved, you know that's not of God. There's no works you can do that can save you. No works. The only thing that can save us is our belief and the confession that he is Lord and with our sins. So Sister, Sister Comac, you good. Because there's going to be a lot of people who got baptized and they think they done. Uh -huh. Until they get up there on Judgment Day. I was baptized November 29th, 1974, yeah. Jesus. I know I'm coming in and God going to say, eh, get away from me. I never knew you. But hold on, I was baptized. I still got the robe and everything. Next, I never knew you. <laughs> you workers of a Because your our works do not save us. Our belief save us. Just believing. That was good. I'm just believing. So yeah, that's a blessing, Sister Comac. No, baby. Now, if you want to get it done, if God played on your heart one day, you say, Jamal, I want to be baptized. Oh, we'll do it. But you do it, and, and, and until then, you just keep living and keep right. walking. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Because mm -hmm. a lot of us have gotten these things done out of ritual, not mm -hmm. for the purpose, not because God has placed it on our heart to do it. Right. Right. Because I exactly. bet you, I bet you, the, I bet you, the thief on the cross, he wasn't trying, he wasn't worried about being baptized. He said, "Brother, just remember me." Yeah. <laughs> Another one of those things inherited. Yes. Thank you, Mama. Another one of those things inherited. That's not no, 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 no. Don't don't get y'all don't get yourselves caught up in those rituals. The only thing you got to make sure you do is how is your relationship with God? That's it. And all, all that other stuff is unnecessary. Unnecessary is just things that they do because they don't know what thus says the Lord. So Pat, you got anything? Any questions, Mama, Alana? Uh, 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 who else on here? Brother Addis? Uh, 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 um, anybody else? I would just like to say it cleared, uh, cleared up a lot of things that was, you know, over my journey with the Lord. It made it, made it clear. Yeah. Solid, you know. 
and just think of how how long been walking kind of in error because of what we hear over the pulpit and, and mm-hmm. too lazy to look it up ourselves or whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Made, it made it clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it broke off for me. Of a religion mm-hmm. change broke today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes. And see, don't you feel better when you're not trying to live up to those r- rituals, when you're not trying to be rich? Re- because mm-hmm. that religion will wear you out. Yeah. And you told us before, his, his yoke is easy. Remember you told us that? His yoke is yeah. easy. Yes. Yeah. That religious stuff will wear you out, trying to be all religion and religious. That's why Jesus was cousin, not cousin, my, that's what I, that's me. That's why he was fighting them and yelling at them because he said, y'all are hypocrites. Y'all trying to, <coughs> y'all fake. Y'all trying to live something or make these people live something. Because remember, what God gives you is not supposed to be hard. This is supposed to be easy. You ain't supposed to, he don't want you to struggle to serve him. I got to go do this. Oh, I got to make sure I go to Bible study. Oh, I got to make sure I do that. Oh, let me make sure I do this. That's not him. That's not him. God said, if you want a glass of wine and be on Bible study, listening to my word, have one (laughs) in the name of Jesus. He said, just make sure that wine don't become your God. That's all he had. He just had balance. That's it. Ew. He know he know every once in a while Jamal and Sister Combat might cuss somebody out. He said, "I, I knew that. I forgive you." He know Manya might cuss somebody. I forgive you, Manya. Go on about your business. He know people gonna try to sell Sister Pat's uh, 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 stolen items. I forgive you. You know, and Sister Pat may say, "You know what? I might do this." No, I'm not gonna do it. I forgive you. He already know. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And he ain't upset. He did. He ain't mad. He said, boy, that's my girl, Manny. Ooh, I, ooh, I love Helen. Boy, I knew she would. Woo, she a scum booger. And he gone about his business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simple. Mm-hmm. We make it more difficult because we try to be something that we're not. And that's why Warranty Ministries, I, I always tell y'all, come as you are. Come as you are. Come. <laughs> Just come. So, yes. Mm-mm. We're not going to do that. That's just it's hard. It's hard to try to. I remember I used to make myself sick trying to go to St. John every day. Sister Cole, man, oh, yeah. I gotta go here. Yeah. I, gotta be, I didn't have time to spend with my son because I'm too busy mm-hmm. trying to be in the church. And then God said, Boy, mm-hmm. how you gonna do what I want you to do when you spending more time with them? I said, But I thought that's what you want. No. Oh, well, I gotta make some changes. Yes. Come here. And we had a good conversation, and he showed me. Mr. Dwayne, my barber, again, who would have thought a barber going to teach you what thus says the Lord? But he taught me the word, and he, but more importantly, he taught me to read for myself, and I did. Mm. And it gave me relief and release. That's why, mm. again, I don't have no minister friends, because we don't, I, <laughs> we can't work, I can't work with them. They're going to look at me. Like, why, you, why you ain't doing all those other things that we do? Yeah. And we don't do that. Sorry, but we'll, you know, good luck. So, um, no, um, my brother, Dar, you got anything? Because 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 you're the one that came up with the questions, my brother. Whoa. Amen. Yeah, that, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much uh, just wanted to say, you know, a lot of things are tradition. Those were, uh, you know, questions that God laid upon my heart, things that other churches aren't talking about. Uh, I know I was raised, been saved to be baptized. I, I like you teaching because you do 
break it down in, in ways where others don't. Uh, it's only one way. There's one way to heaven, which is, of course, through through Jesus Christ. But there's a different, uh, as the word says, that we're, we're many members, but one body. And I think that's the way to mm -hmm. uh, getting to God. You know, uh, everybody has been saved differently or reached differently. So that, that's what I like about uh, this ministry. I, I will say, I, I believe that that you must be born of the water and of the spirit, but how you broke it down, you know, was uh, pr pretty unique. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my question would be, what would be the one who doesn't have to be <clears throat> baptized? If we're all to be on one accord, you know, uh, you know what, what would be the one, the individual who doesn't have to be baptized compared to to, to the one who, who you're saying that that doesn't you know the one who would you know, you know make it in not being baptized compared to the one that could make it in that that's not I would say um because to me again and and, and the church keeps missing baptism is a is a work and we cannot be saved by our works. The Bible tells us that. So to me, the one that can make it in without being baptized is just the one who believes, who Ooh. believes that God is my savior, that Jesus has saved me and I've confessed my sins to God and he's washed away my sin. It's just the one who can believe. But sometimes we, we uh, and, and I know, especially the, our church of color, we get so caught up in trying to make sure, because basically what we do is we forget that we can't save ourselves. We think that going to church can save us, singing in the choir can save us, that feeding the homeless can save us, that offering can save us. None of those things God cares about. He doesn't care about any of those things. Whether you do any, I mean, he said those are nice but those things cannot save you. That's why he said your works are filthy rags. Being baptism is a work. That's a work. That's, that, that's something that man does. What he's saying is what only can save you is only what he can do. And sometimes we, we, we forget the church forgets that. Like we think, well, I'm, I'm, if I go to church every Sunday, I'm good. If I sing in the choir, I'm good. If I read the Bible, I'm good. None of he said our works cannot save us. Only he can save us through what? Through belief, believing, trusting, keeping my hand in his hand. So baptism, baptism can't save you. If you do it, great. If you don't, you okay, as long as you believe. You're okay, because again, if, uh, if, we, if we read the scripture, he says when they come up to him, he, does, he says people... What do they say? They say in the they say I, I we've we've baptized in your name, we've prayed in your name, we fed in your name, we studied in your name, and this is what God says to them. He says, "Get away from me, you workers of iniquity! I never knew you." He what he was so basically what he was saying in all those works you did couldn't save you, and it did not help. It did not establish a relationship with me. That's what saves us, y'all. Our relationship with God. You're gonna see people in heaven who've never been baptized, don't even know how to spell it because all they knew is they believed that God was their savior, that Jesus came down and died for them. 
So do we, can we get baptized? Go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get back. If that's what God places on your heart, you should do it. But if he don't place it on your heart, there's a reason for that. Because there's some religions who don't believe in baptism. God ain't going to, God is not going to hold them, hold them. He's not going to hold that against them. I guess that's what I'm saying. If you get baptized, you're good. If you don't, you don't. He's not going to hold that against you. All that God holds against you is your relationship with him. Because if your spirit isn't baptized, because remember, we that's back to the church. The church never talks about your spirit being baptized. That's the most important. Is your spirit has your spirit been dipped? Because I can get dipped in that water at the back of the church and still be the devil. That's a problem because my spirit ain't been dipped. Y'all know a whole bunch of people that have been baptized that still as evil and mean as they was before they when they walked in. <laughs> Because it has nothing to do with that. Was they see and so, and that's and that's going to be the problem, my brother. Because you're going to have a whole bunch of people that say, "Well, hold on, God, I got baptized in 1999." He said, "But that got nothing to do with you being saved. I never knew you. Who are you? Baptism don't bring bring doesn't fix our relationship. Your belief in me. Do you believe that I am? I am. And for those who do, he gonna say, "Come on up a little bit higher. Good and faithful." servant so again get baptized if you have i mean i was baptized mom i was baptized right i'm i can't remember see just took some i think I yes, believe you I was. Was. yes you were i was baptized okay i'm not going to get baptized again guess what because my spirit been baptized i got the real baptism so i guess what i'm telling royal to ministry is don't get caught up in doing the ritual of man man's man's ritual will lead you to hell if you get caught up trying to trying to save yourself by making sure you do all those things that passing them say you need to do, that's how you get yourself in trouble. What saves you is your belief in God. And that's why I keep telling y'all, there's sometimes that God gonna tell you to do something that pastor don't want you to do. Who you gonna believe? Whose report you gonna listen to? Because what if pastor tell you to get baptized and God say, don't worry about it? Well, the uh, pastor said, it's uh, you in trouble. Because there were some times since the Comac at St. John, God told me not to go to service, but pastor wanted me there. I remember one time, my brother, I went out to the corner in front of the church. Sister Comac, you can testify to this. There's always, there was always crackheads and pimps and, and drunks in front of the church, right, Sister Comac? Yeah. And I would, I was, not to, to, to say I was special, but I was the only minister that would go out there and preach to them because that's what God put on my heart. I remember my mama told me she was scared because she's in Michigan. Boy, what are you doing? I said, God is telling me to go. So I went. But one time I went and the pastor told me I shouldn't be going and stop going. Hmm. So me and him got into an argument. I said, but isn't that what the Bible tells us to do? And he said, no, you're wasting your time, blah, 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 blah. I said, no, I'm going to continue to do what God has placed on my heart. To not to put the brother underneath the bus, but to give the example that man will give us things that are different from what God wants us to do. God may not want Sister Comac to get baptized because he wants her to have faith that right. his baptism will save her. Right. Because because a lot of times what happens is what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of people who end up going to hell because they believe that pastor's baptism is the baptism that saved them. And they forgot that God's baptism is the only baptism that can save you. 
Think about that, y'all. Y'all, y'all, you become a be honest with yourself. There's a lot of times you thought that the works of pastor in the church is what saved you or what's going to keep you is what keeps you saved. But as you've gotten older and you read more, you realize none of those things save me. It's my relationship right. with God. I can get baptized a hundred times and still go to hell if I don't have a relationship with God. Dang. Right. Yes. Come and it's on. in the word. Amen. I'm a Texan. I'm a, I'm gonna have a line of text it to everybody and put it in the chat. That's me. That's me and sister Pat's favorite scripture and scariest scripture is when they say we go to heaven and God going to tell me he don't know who I am. Yeah. What? No, uh -uh. I went to church every day. I gave, I helped build the second church. I was a part of the board. I never knew you. Get away from me. So you telling me all that singing I did, praying I did, preaching I did, volunteering I did, none of that helped me get a relationship with you? No, it didn't. Because your works can't save you. Did you spend time with me? Did you listen to me? Did we talk? No. So just, 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 I guess, I guess that's the main thing. Don't get baptized, but if you don't, you're good. Let, let, let God tell you when to get baptized. If you want, if, if he wants you to baptize, because I believe in this season and where we're in, the end, I believe God, there's a lot of people God going to tell to stop doing those, those church rituals. That's why God shut the church down. That's why church is not up as much because God said, I'm tired of y'all. All y'all doing is going to church to do rituals. Y'all not going to church to praise me. Jesus. Like on Sunday. Sunday, we didn't do praise and worship. Do you know why? Because God said, Jamal, just go preach. But I know a lot of churches, they would have still did praise and worship because it was a part of the schedule. Right. We always hey, do. This is what we always do. But that ain't yeah. got nothing to do with God. And, and, and Pastor Jamal, uh, if, if I may... Uh, say this, I, I believe in these last days, God is directing uh, men of God like yourself. I was watching another service. Uh, you, you're on one accord with another service, uh, the church my parents go to. And, and the, the pastor's son, he just took over, uh, Dr. Gregory, Prophet Gregory. And he was saying the exact same thing. I listened to him because he's in the spirit. See, when, you're, when you do things in the spirit, God can direct you and lead you and guide you. And so he was saying the exact same thing. Uh, it, it's time out for the normal uh, way of doing church. You know, the get up, sing, preach, let's go home. It, it may not be like that some Sundays. It may be uh, read the scripture. He says if God tells him to say two things, it's what God wants. And that's it. I was watching the service last week. Uh, he, he was kneeling on the ground, worshiping God. Others in the in the uh, congregation uh, fell that fell down at their feet, you know, worshiping God, not because he he did it, but he was an example. So I believe in these last days, these times that we're living in, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But it, mm -hmm. it is a different type of environment. When I say different, it is different from what we're used to, and that's these uh the, these wolves in sheep's clothing. Man, is always wanting the offering you know, collecting offering and things of that sort. And I believe that's why God let this, but, but uh, I, I, I do believe what you're saying is very true because there's times with myself, uh, I had to wake up, get away from my, my, my parents' house. I moved out, 
But it, it's not until I did that, it, in, until God starts showing me things, you know, even how I was raised, you know, when it came to pop, whatever politics, or God, people, man, you know, he put in my spirit to do things different. And some people, guess what they do? They look at me like I'm crazy. They may not believe me, but when I when I when God speaks to me, I'll say it. They don't believe me then, but two two years later, three months later, whatever it is, it'll, it'll happen. Right. You know. So so uh, you definitely have to be led by the Spirit of God, and sometimes it's good to be different. I notice Royalty Ministries. This is a church of love. You reach people that are going to reach. And I'm not going to lie. When it came to homo the homosexual situation, y'all was doing, I was kind of. I, I was kind of like, okay, because, you know, I, I don't believe in homosexuality, but Royalty Ministries, I, I talked to my sister Alana, and she explained it more. So I had to open up my heart a little bit more instead yeah. of, you know, kind of judging. That's right. And saying, what, what, what are y'all doing? I, I, I wasn't like that pastor that you said, but I was, I, I had the thought of, you know, how, how can y'all open up to homeless? There's other people that need, but the more and more I start listening to your Bible studies, I said, okay, they, they need God too. Amen. Like the gang member, yeah. the drug dealer. And, and even though I've been saved a long time, I still need God too after being saved all these years. That's right. So they're, they're no different than me and I'm no better than them. So, so I thank you for standing on the wall, Royalty Ministries, being led by you, Pastor Jamal, being different, set apart. You know, uh, for these days and times we're living in, I, I didn't mean to go that long, but no, you know, it in thank my heart. you, <laughs> thank yeah. you. You, you, said okay. See, he summed it all up. God wants us to be what the Bible tells us. We're peculiar people. We should. We are in the world, but not of the world. Right. God is different. God wants us to be different. We got to be different in this time because we can't reach people the same way we did 20, 30 years ago. That's right. We can't. Amen. I brought I brought a box of a box of open condoms and handcuffs to service Sunday to preach a word because God said, Jamal, look here, you ain't I don't want no singing tomorrow. You got to get their attention. I want you to bring these things. I said, you want me to talk about you go and do it. I said, yes, sir. But you got 80,000 people who've watched that service from Sunday and they have gotten on there and said, wow, I needed to hear this. This blessed me. This uplifted me. You got people from all around the world who watch that service, not because of me, but because of my obedience to God. Amen. 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 80,000 people, y'all. Today is Thursday. We're not even done. But you got 80,000. We so royalty ministries. You help 80,000 people. Amen. And, and then you wonderful. help folks who didn't even post anything. Thank you. Because Amen. of the obedience of God. So we so so yes, I'm yeah, we're gonna be a different ministry because I'm I'm gonna follow God because like when I was a child, my scariest thing was my mama. I never want to get a whooping. So if she told me to do anything crazy, <laughs> I did it because I was a mama's boy and I want to keep a smile on her face. And me and God have that same relationship. So, yes, my brother, you're right. We have to be different. We can't do what pastor and them do. But that's why no one comes to church no more, because that season is over. No one who, 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 who want to be at church for nine to three. I mean, nine to twelve and then come back an hour later to do the 7-Eleven service. What is what? Is, what? What they got? They're supposed to be out saving people, helping people. I want to be watching football. Patrick Mahomes is on. So yes, we're gonna be different. 
we go and God gonna make us and see and here's the thing for all of us now that God wants us to do different stuff do you have the faith to be different Ooh, because a lot of us don't like being different because when we different people we get called out people say stuff do you got the faith do you believe or who is speaking to you that's why God is making us doing different stuff because he this is how he separates the sheep from the goat because the sheep when they hear the shepherd what they do they run to him they the get goat, if they get in line the goats go the other way so we gonna get you gonna get act we all gonna get asked to do something different because God is separating the sheep from the goat because he want to see who really on his team and who not so amen uh thank everybody this was a good bible study my brother awesome job picking the questions we're gonna continue me and God see and, and see and that was different because God told me to have you pick the Bible study questions. Amen. Well, I, I said, thank you don't God. want me to pick them? He said, no, you get, get with him and you have him pick them. I said, but then that means I got to study what he picked. He said, I know. That's what I want you to do. I said, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> I said, all right. I said, okay then. Amen. <laughs> so for the last three, four weeks, he's been, Alana's brother, he's been picking the questions. Uh -huh. so all, all the questions you get and that came from God that wasn't me being lazy or trying to be mean or rude once one day God said look here uh, I know he can't come on Sunday but I want him to have a part of the ministry you have him pick the Bible study question I said yes sir and God has told me to do that every week and so he's been a blessing because I guess God want me to he kind of want to surprise me with how he wants me to study now I don't know but I'm going to be obedient <laughs> Uh, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because it got Amen. me on my toes. Cause so, so, so whenever y'all get the questions, that's my first time seeing them too. Because even this week, I said, damn, he got some hard ones. I got to study. Shoot, let me get my Bible. Amen. This is crazy. So anyway, y'all have a blessed Thursday. You know what thus says the Lord. You're going to have a blessed rest of your league. God is going to continue to uplift you. Some change have been lifted. So I want some of y'all to yeah. get on your uh, go. I want some of y'all to go weigh yourself because you've lost some weight today. Because there's some things that you're carrying around Amen. that you no longer carry no more. So you done lost Amen. a couple pounds in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Oh, thank you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen.